Hello and welcome to the Hope for Today Cafe. I'm Robert Hark. And I'm Deborah Kimmett. Oh, I'm so happy to be here again, Deb. Yes. I. Uh, well, first off, uh, Rob and I are both comedians who've had a lot of experience in healthcare, and Rob has uh, been... Uh, is a cancer survivor. Yeah, I'm a cancer survivor myself. I had thyroid and, cancer some yeah, years ago. Yeah, and I'm a hypochondriac. And uh, <laughs> I've worked... Which I find uh, very entertaining. <laughs> ...helping with uh, caregivers, helping, uh, you know, celebrate their talents, and I've been interested in hospice. So today yeah. we're going to talk about yeah. how I got into this, right? How'd you get into this? I want to know. Well, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, my dad was sick, and after he died, I was really struck by who, you know, as a yes and improviser like you from Second City, but I wasn't a very good listener in terms of what he needed. So I took this hospice course and I didn't even graduate, but they asked me if I could do the communication (laughs) workshop. Oh, that's awesome. And what I realized is I really loved working in that field with caregivers and hospice and personal support workers. Because I think that what they have to do, and and you know this, uh, our audience knows this, if they're a caregiver, you have to be able to listen really well. Oh, you have to. And it is, being a caregiver, I got to say, I think caregivers are kind of the unsung heroes of healthcare. Yeah. Like whether you're a professional caregiver or whether you're like, you know, looking after your spouse or your partner, your brother, or your yeah. whoever it is. Yeah, and it's a hard one because it's a caregiver, but sometimes yeah. it's really hard to caretake yourself. You know? Yeah, and what are some of the main skills you have to have? Well, I was going to talk, I mean, there's probably, I mean, the there's people... There's a gazillion, right? Yeah, there's a gazillion. Uh, the people that work doing the physical labor of yeah. health, taking care of a sick person, I know that they're angels. I'm not that person. But what I realized is, as I was going along, is that... I hear. I heard over and over again people saying, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to say, yeah. I don't know what to say. They're oh, sick, yeah. I don't want to go in the room. And then... What if I say the wrong thing? Yeah. Oh, no, I mentioned yeah. death. Uh, yeah. You know. And there's a great uh, uh, writer who wrote a book called I Don't Know What to Say, and he's an expert on this. He's in the hospice field. But what I learned was this, is that you don't have to say anything. Yeah. You know that we have a hard time being silent in this world. And, and the person who's sick has a lot... Of advice being given to them every oh. single day. When you were sick, you found that, right? Oh my right? God! People on the streetcar would tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, they'd say, "Oh my God, I hear you got cancer." Yes, I'm like, "Yeah, why I do." Did you have some oh, sheep urine? You know, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Coyote for me only, please. <laughs> yeah, but people are like, "Oh, cut out all dairy." You're like, "What? What's going on?" Yeah. Like, yeah. And the other piece that you told me that I found really interesting was that you know even your cancer oncologist was asking you to decide on what your therapy. Oh, I be. had no idea. Like right. it was like so. We could either take out the whole thyroid or the half thyroid. You're like, what do you think? You're like, well, which one like, would you pick? Because I'm a comedian. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's not a cable package. <laughs> I'm not. Would you like I'm to not, sign up for the? I don't know. The, no, although those, those those are very arduous as well. Yeah, Always yeah. read the fine print, people. Yeah. But yeah. So the piece about listening is, if you're a caregiver, a person who's a friend just wants to show up. You don't have to do very much. You don't have to say very much. You know what I love about this is if. Um, if you call it holding the space for that person, you know, just a silent space. And how do you know when to speak? Did they ask you for advice? Yeah. Or did they, did they ask for any advice? Because a lot of times all they need is you to sit and just let the situation emerge and, and listen. And what I also like about listening is it doesn't just mean verbal communication. Right. Um, a woman I worked with, a personal support worker, she said, listening doesn't mean you're waiting to interrupt. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're wow, waiting to finish. Awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I, I got to say too, when, when, when I was sick and everybody else, I've, who I've, you have so many events. There are so many events. So I got to say, when, when folks are going through a hard time, whether it's sick or something else, they have stuff to talk about. Right. And they also may be in different positions. So one day you walk in and the person's been sick all morning and all they want you to do is sit with them. The next time they might want you to have a conversation about yeah. their childhood. And that if you can just be the receptor oh, for that, yeah. you are giving them something that very few other people are giving them at this time when they need the connection most. And that is a massive gift. I, I think maybe, is, is and I'm asking the question, is it kind of showing up in the room and just thinking, oh, I like that. What, what are the... What does this person need? Do they yes. need me to be quiet? Do they need me to be funny? Or do they need me to be listen to a story about how terrible the food was? Yeah, and you mean? trust your gut with that. You know, like you're going to make mistakes. Oh, we we God, didn't yeah. get Compassion 101 taught to us in, in grade one. We you know? should, but we don't. No, yeah. and, and the other thing I want to talk about listening today, which I thought might be kind of neat for people, is you each have, as a caregiver, as a friend, as a family member, a talent. Yeah. And, and when they say... I'd like to go on a trip up north, and if they want to go see the leaves turn, if you get in the car and take them. Oh, my gosh. Or, yeah. you know, you don't have to just make banana bread and say wise things. Because I have found, having family members that are sick, it's mercurial. The, the thing the person needs changes depending oh. on what, they are, what point they're in. Sure. It's not your job to tell them the five phases of sickness or, oh, or gosh, the, no. you know, like you say, the sheep yeah. urine or wolverine urine. Um, one other thing that I thought might be interesting for people is that one way is what is my talent yeah. I can share with a person. And I just did a, a volunteer celebrating the volunteers for hospice in Belleville, Ontario. And I asked people what their talents were. And one said... <laughs> you uh, told me the story. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Story. It's a lovely story. Yeah, one woman said, well, I'm an advocate. And the other guy said, I tell dirty jokes because the guys i with want to awesome. know that. And another lady said, I shop for people. And then this little 78-year-old goes, I like sex. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess hospice needs everybody. And she just thought I meant... And then she said, well, I didn't think you meant at hospice. I just... I thought you meant in general. And I'm like, I so want to know you. And, and, and also, she's 78. She's been having sex a while. She's probably yeah, very good Well, just I wanted to know how that was happening. <laughs> um, and then her phone went off. And she goes, I can't turn this off. And I'm like, obviously, you well, can. Well, there you go. <laughs> but the thing about that was that I really saw was there are a lot of things a person who's sick needs. Yeah. And the same with a caregiver. Sometimes a caregiver doesn't need to go have a bath. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, geez, yeah. like, how much can, how many baths can you take? Yeah. What they need is a break. You know, yeah. they need like an hour off to just sure. go shop at No Frills. Oh my gosh. Or go for a walk. Or, or have a cup of coffee and yeah. not think about anything. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to let go of a person when you're the caregiver oh. because you're so concerned oh. for them. Yep. So again, how do you be a support is you have to listen verbally. You listen by trying to, you know, hold the space, but also physically what is needed. It's always not what's the right thing to do, but what's the next thing yeah, to do. Yeah. You know, what do they need right yeah. here, right now? And, and I think the answer to one of those questions is, is like, whatever it is you're doing, it, it's, it's, I think they just kind of many times just need us to be present. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know there's a, I mean? that, and that means that it's going to be different yeah. on different days. Yeah. And, and present you, on many levels. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it could be sitting yeah, in the room hanging out. It, yeah, it could be, you know, busting a gut with them, being really happy. It could just, 
yeah, reading when their presence could be anything. The one thing that I heard recently, which I thought was good, is that also you might be good at different points in the illness. You know, you're the good one to drive people. But then oh, at the yeah. end of life, you're not, that's not your forte. And to know that when you need to step outside their circle and let other people take over. Wow, that's great. Somebody said, where are you in the circle? Are you in the inner circle, yeah. the middle circle, or the outer circle? Yeah. And a lot of times, why we get into trouble when we're trying to help people is we volunteer for stuff we're no good at. Yeah. And you know, yeah. um, you know, I'm sitting here talking about communication, but yeah. when my dad was throwing up, I was the one gagging right along with yeah, him. So I wasn't totally. a support. Yeah. I did it. But I had other things I did later that were a lot yeah. more what I could do. And everybody that's listening yeah. to this has a gift that's very simple they can offer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and maybe it's whatever it is that's already in that friendship. Ah, do you know what I mean? You don't or have to that go relationship. You don't have to go looking for it. I like nobody to ask me to show up and do their accounting. I'd wreck the world. <laughs> well, obviously not. Obviously not. But yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, you know what? We like, what do we do? We hang out and laugh. Perfect. Do that. Great. You know? Well, Rob, that's about it for today. I love this. It's so much fun. And you know what? Wherever you are, we hope you're having, pardon me, we hope you're having a marvelous day. And uh, uh, hats off to you for all the good things you do. Yeah, and we just want to say that if you'd like to get a hold of us, Rob's at robhawk.com. Roberthawk.com, Robert actually. Rob Hawk, somebody else. And uh, I'm at uh, Kimmet, K-I-M-M-E-T-T dot C-A. And uh, please email us. And if you'd like to hear some topics, we'd love to be able yeah. to help you out. What do you want to hear? We want to know. Okay. Bye-bye.